Girl, pretty to God, and we ready to fuck the club up with this one. Poor luxury, poor luxury, Shaw. Yo, bro, what up? <laughs> Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh man, okay, all right. Um, everybody, fuck the club up. Everybody, everybody, fuck the club up. What? Everybody, fuck the club up. Everybody, everybody, fuck the club up. What? Running up a check, I got places to go. Whoa, 5 a.m., she knocking at my door. 6 a.m., I be digging it out. 615, I be kicking it out. Let go, move. What? Niggas can't do what I do, like, ooh, what? Yeah, keep a go Uzi or two. She's a Trish, and a middle name, Tatiana. I'ma get this shit lit and then Benny Hollins. Money, 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 you can smell my drip. Ooh, had to cut him off, he ran his mouth like a bitch. And I had to ask God why they on my dick. Let go, rockin' the audio like my name Pop Smoke. She said, she said she loved me, but she fucked my bro. If the fans looking for him, I'ma say I don't know. I'm the big Lux bitch, yeah, you know I'm legit. She said she don't give head, but she suckin' my dick. Maserati, Billy, truck. I was on a city bus. I ain't taking no shorts. It ain't nothing to the scars. What? Everybody fuck the club up. Everybody, everybody fuck the club up. What? Everybody fuck the club up. Everybody, everybody fuck the club up. What? Fool by her father, was she fucking for free? Trying to be a bird niece, but her name's Sean Trace. I'm like, damn, when she pull up like the Lambo Jeep. My out of town, bitches love me, I'm from NYC. Make that ass, make that ass, make the ground break. I just wanna bite that ass like a pound cake. Move, let, let me talk my shit. Got a hundred in the drum and I don't shoot like the Knicks. She your wife, that's my hoe, that's another nigga chick. She got a jetty, that's a fatty. Bounce that ass on my dick. She's a keeper, I'm a skate, skate, skate like my. If it's money on the line, I'm a Everybody fuck the club up Everybody, everybody fuck the club up What? Everybody fuck the club up Everybody, everybody fuck the club up What? Everybody fuck the club up Everybody, everybody fuck the club up What? Everybody fuck the club up Everybody, everybody fuck the club up What? What is going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Blast Podcast. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality. What is going on, family? Thank you for coming back for another episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed the last episode, uh, the conversation with Royal T and Stan Michael. 
It was a blast, pun intended, um, doing that show with them. Um, if you haven't listened to it, uh, check it out on all digital streaming platforms. It's available. And guess what, y'all? You can now watch the episode on YouTube. So please be sure to subscribe and turn on the post notifications to Onslaught Multimedia. Onslaught, one word, O-N-S-L-A-U-G-H-T, Multimedia. M-U-L-T-I-M-E-D-I-A. Please be sure to subscribe, turn on the post notifications, and hit play on that video. It is live right now. I've been going hard with the promotion on that all weekend. Y'all probably seen that. Um, I'm super excited about it. Um, it's, it's a chance for me to take the platform to another level. Um, I feel like that the first... What am I? What month am I on now? I start. I dropped the first episode in April, so I believe what this is month nine, ten, and I believe the, those first few months. I'm gonna say the first eight months. I took the platform to a level, right? Now I felt that I did some brainstorming at the end of the year, and I was like, you know what? I need to do something to get get the platform a little higher from where it was before, break the plateau. So. With videos being added to the audio, with the video being added along with the audio, I believe what's going to happen is those who watch what I did on YouTube are going to start coming to the weekly show because I did announce that we have a weekly show on the YouTube. As you may know, if you already watched the YouTube for episode 31 and you're now here listening to episode 32, welcome. Um, of course, I got to do my shout outs before I do the call to action. Um, big shout out to our day ones, our new listeners, our erratic listeners. Shout out to the IG models, BBWs, ballers, shot callers, players, pimps, nine to fivers, creatives, entrepreneurs, gamers, all the thickies out there, the slim thick, fit thick, and the thick thick. You know what I mean? Rappers, singers, managers, producers, strippers, waiters, bus drivers, Uber, Lyft drivers, painters, activists. Social scientists, our YouTube viewers that now turn listeners, and sanitation workers, the natural girls. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to all y'all out there showing this platform love. So, <laughs> shout out to y'all who may not even know about this platform and may find out about it later. Big, big shout out to y'all, man. Like, as y'all may hear, I'm real excited. Um, I'm seeing good results with the video. Let me tell you, the first day um, I released it, it probably had already like seven views from people that I gave it to, the link to, to check it out. And um, I got good feedback, if you're wondering. I got some good feedback from that. Um, and Friday, like I would say after five, I seen eight views jump up. I, I, seen, the, I seen it jump eight views. Not saying that it was just one view. I mean, it jumped up to eight views. So from seven, it jumped to 15. You know what I mean? So I was like, wow, that was me doing light promo. You know what I mean? And if you go look now, you'll see that the numbers are, are, are steadily moving. It's not crazy. You know what I mean? But it, it's steadily moving, especially with the weather going to be the way it's going to be. It's going to be cloudy and not all, not all, you know, nice outside. So it's, 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 it's interesting and I'm excited 
to uh, bring that, you know what I mean? To bring that other aspect of the show and also take the platform to another level. So, man, please be sure to tune in to the next video that will be releasing on, um, I believe March I'll be releasing that. Because I'm going to drop a video every month. It's not going to be on a weekly basis like the show. Only when we have guests. And I only bring guests on the show um, when I go to the studio. No, when I do go to the studio, I have guests on the show. Because I also will have guests on the show when I'm not on the studio. But there won't be any video footage of them. This is why I want to have like artists when I'm at the studio. Because I can have video footage of them. They could also use that video footage to promote themselves or promote whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So it's a great opportunity for everybody involved. So I had so much fun doing that. Um, before I get into the calls to action, as you heard in the beginning of the show, big shout out to Pretty. Um, she's always doing her thing when it comes to the marketing and, and promoting. Uh, she The hardest that you just heard, that was a Poor Luxury Shop. Poor Luxury Shop. Um, that song was called FTCU. Fuck the club up. Um, he's a straight out of Brooklyn. And uh, B hit me up. She was like, yo, what's goody? You see this new movement I'm on? I was like, yes, give me, send me the joint. I already heard the joint. Send it to me. We litty. You know what I mean? She sent me a drop. You know, I had to get the drop on there. Intro the song. Y'all heard the joint. Pretty cool joint. Make sure you follow Poor Luxury. I believe that's poor.luxury. And make sure to follow um, Poor Luxury Shaw. The Poor Luxury Shaw. I don't want to say Shaw because y'all will put S-H-A-W. Poor Luxury Shaw. Make sure to check him out. I'm about to get that um, info for you. So y'all follow the right person. Y'all ain't following the wrong person. Um, Poor Dot Luxury is the brand. And Poor Luxury Shaw. The Big Lux. Poor luxury shot. That's um, that's um, the artist that you heard on FTCU just now. So man, getting into the calls of action right now. Please, please, triple please, quadruple please, um, infinity please, rate the show on all on the on any of the digital platforms that you listen to us on. Um, if you listen to us on Spotify, rate it there. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, rate us there. And also leave a comment. I'll shout you out on here. Um, iHeartRadio, rate us there. Bullhorn, rate us there. Wherever you're listening to us, rate us on that platform, please. Like I said, like I said probably for the past few weeks that I've been doing this call to action, um, I'm trying to get on the homepage, man. I'm trying to get on the homepages of the Spotify, of the Apple Podcast. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to get eyes on that logo. I get eyes on that logo. It's going to pull in who I need to pull in. And all they got to do is listen to it a few times. And I guarantee they hook. Or watch the videos. They'll get hooked. You know what I mean? I feel that I have a good product here. Real mature. Real, real informative and also entertaining. You know what I mean? I don't try to be too boring, but I don't try to be too corny to where it's like, okay, he's trying to overdo it. So he has some type of uh, content. Nah, the content is this entire thing. And as y'all see, I'm, I'm putting in my work. But um, 
Shout out to uh, Pretty. Thank you for, for sending me to join. I appreciate that. Shout out to Poor Luxury Shaw. You got a joint there, FTCU. Keep doing your thing. Um, shout out to the Poor Luxury Movement. Like I said, give them a follow on Instagram, poor.luxury and Poor Luxury Shop. Shout out to my homegirl, Pretty. Um, we're about to get into this sponsor, and then we're going to come back with the, uh, the majority of the show. Well, pretty much the meat and potatoes of the show. All right, we'll be back. The Last Life Gaming Network is an over-the-top platform catering to the gamer. With numerous options upon launch, the LLGN will provide you with countless choices to start your experience. Shows such as collections, IRL, party games, playthroughs, and GUI, gaming under the influence, as well as highlights of Twitch and Mixer live streams, the network will have you itching for more. LLGN Sports will provide sports coverage as well as sports-related topics. With an interactive live stream schedule, the network will provide you with many reasons to be a part of our Last Life community. Make sure to subscribe to the Last Life Gaming Network on YouTube when it drops in the fall of 2019. Are you ready to be a Last Lifer? What's going on, family? Welcome back. Um, just in case you hear anything in the background, that is uh, yours truly. Take partaking in some herbal activities. About to, um, you know, get the chalice ready. You know what I mean? But um, just wanted to talk about a few things today. It wasn't a crazy, crazy news week. Um, we just had the Super Bowl. Uh, the, Can the Kansas City Chiefs has, has won the Super Bowl. Uh I know my brother's quite upset. He's a Niners fan. Um, Franny, I don't know, man. Uh, what was up with Kyle Shanahan not running the ball when he was up 10? What, what's, up? what's up with that? No, I didn't watch the game. Um, I've heard analytics. I've watched the highlights. And it was just weird to see that the Niners were up 10 and kept giving the ball back to Mahomes. Like, Mahomes isn't a beast. You know what I mean? Like, Andy Reid is an offensive genius. So when he has a guy like Mahomes who's like, I don't know, man. He's not, he's like, he's not human. Watching some of the highlights, and I watched some of his highlights during the season as well. This is not his first time coming back from a, a deficit. So it was, it, was, it was good to see, you know, a black quarterback win that Super Bowl. Um, they always said the quarterbacks... Black quarterbacks in particular, um, they should. They usually tell them when they're coming out of college, they should um, try to be wide receivers, running backs, cornerbacks, you know, other skill positions except the position that leads the team. And for many years, uh, many people thought it was a race thing. You know what I mean? I thought I, I still think it is a race thing, um, but I'm just speaking for. Um, what other people thought from, and I'm basing this off what I've heard people say, you know, and I've noticed that I'm not saying that they never said it to white quarterbacks. They've said it to white quarterbacks. Um, a lot of the names that I'm going to mention, you may not um, remember. Um, Scott Frost of Nebraska, he, he came to the league 
And I believe he, he was a quarterback in college, but he came to the league and played either a safety or a cornerback. That's probably because I'm just doing this off the top of my head. I told you I was an, I was an avid football fan. I, I loved all sports. Um, it's just seeing what some of these institutions is about. I shouldn't even say some. Probably all of them are like that. It's just some are hiding it better than the others. But um, like seeing what these um, institute, what for instance the NFL, seeing how they reacted to um, Kaepernick protesting, you know, police brutality and whatnot, or not protesting it, but more or less trying to bring some attention to it, trying to make it a national conversation. And um, the way they reacted to it was not something I I, I found too, uh, too, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, you know, wasn't too, too, not engaging, but it wasn't, it wasn't something I wanted to see from that organization, not from an organization that I was watching since, I would have to say 91 when the Giants won their first Super Bowl. Well, not their first, but they won their Super Bowl in 91 with Bill Parcells. Um, <clears throat> I believe that was it. I'm not sure. I think they were playing the Bills and that kicker blew the kick. That's when I was really, 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 really watching the NFL. You know what I mean? I believe that was the first loss the Buffalo Bills had in the um, Super Bowl. So, um, it's... Uh, it's um pretty pretty sick. Um uh, speaking of the NFL. I don't even know how I got on got off into this tangent. Speaking of the NFL. Oh yeah, that's how I got into the tangent cuz I was just talking about the Super Bowl. Um The whole thing I I wasn't going to get into it first, but it was a perfect segue point. Um I don't know if you guys had seen all the conservatives up in arms over uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting during the national anthem. Did I think it was a political statement? At first, I did. I'm not even going to front. I truly thought Jay and B were taking it there. But then hearing um, hearing what Jay said at um, one of his... I think he's having a lecture series, which is pretty dope. Jay-Z having a lecture series is pretty cool. Um, I, I believe he's going to different universities and whatnot. But um, I'm not talking about that. In that same lecture series, Jay um, asked, well, I don't know if he was asked at the lecture series, but um, as you, as for, for those of y'all who don't know, they, Jay-Z and Beyonce received backlash for sitting during the national anthem. Um, conservatives were leading the charge, assuming J and B were partaking in a political statement. Um, when addressed by Jay-Z, of course, which I was about to get into, um, he stated that they just arrived and he was more focused on the cosmetics and production of the performance. Um, he was saying that, oh, is the mic right? Is, is, is the mu is the music too low? Like basically, you know, being, because remember he has that deal with Rock Nation. So... Um, he said it wasn't a political statement. He, he wouldn't involve blue in such a protest. And when I heard that, that kind of made sense to me, but I was like, you didn't know she was singing in that. I mean, for if you, I don't know if he's using this as to be coy or whatnot, but if you are patriotic from what your statement said, it sounds like that's what you are. 
you had no idea Demi Lovato was singing the national anthem and you just sat down? You didn't notice that? I don't know if he's just saying this because he's not trying to upset any conservatives or whatnot, but like, it seems like there's a lot of double talking going on. Because you never know. They probably never stood up for the national anthem. But now that they're there at those football games, anything they do is magnified, especially after the um, the deal that they have to that the NFL and the Rock Nation has together. So everything's going to be amplified. Of course, you had the conservative talking heads assuming that they were making a political statement and whatnot and trying to throw as much... Uh, you know, disrespectful bars at uh, at Jay-Z and Beyonce. So I didn't really care about that. Y'all y'all probably know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say her name. Not on my platform. I can give two shits about that girl. But she was definitely uh, leading the charge. Right now, you, you got to understand, like, a lot of those conservatives feel empowered. They feel, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? They feel not just empowered, but motivated, especially after... 45 being acquitted you know um with 45 being acquitted that right there is just gonna have i think that's gonna lead the charge to him being reelected. but you know that's another conversation um my personal opinion on what jay said um i can't really tell you if they were not protesting or protesting or not i'm not gonna take what he said at face value because you have to understand, Jay is very strategic. Jay is a businessman. Jay knows what he has to say to keep people happy. And this is why many people were upset when Jay and Roger Goodell were sitting and holding a press conference about the new partnership. Because people know Jay has a way with words and he'll know what to say to make sure y'all won't be down his neck. It's the reason why you still have people running Jay-Z down any top opportunity they get now because now they have fuel. Now they have something to be like, yeah, you over there working with the enemy. You know what I'm saying? So to see him say that, it kind of threw me in the loop because I was like, damn, you weren't making a political statement. You were in your producer bag. If you were in your producer bag, you had to have known, excuse me, <coughs> you had to have known that um, she was singing the national anthem. Me, personally, I don't stand for the National Anthem. Um, that's why I try not to go to, like, public events. Because if they're singing the National Anthem, my black ass is sitting down and I dare somebody to say something to me. They'll get exactly what they're asking for. They'll have my attention. I don't know if it's the type of attention that they want. You know what I mean? So... They, I, they, I try to, you know what I mean? So just to prevent those type of altercations, because some people feel empowered by this mandating patriotism shit to the point where I'll, I'll smack the shit out of them. Like, get the fuck away from me. Like, have, I wish somebody would pour a beer on me because I didn't stand the national, for the national anthem. I will beat you senseless. Y'all probably do some time for assault and have to do okay, but I will beat you senseless. You will know not to do that shit to anybody again. I don't care for a flag for a fucking president, I don't give a fuck. I don't have to subscribe to your patriotism or your type of patriotism. You know what I mean? But that's why I try to stay away from that. But back to what I was talking about originally. Um, Jay-Z, I thought, I, I truly thought Jay-Z and Beyonce were 
making a political statement. But this also falls into the realm of people saying, yo, they're only using consciousness to profit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn. Because think about it. Beyonce, did when she did her Super Bowl uh, performance, she was paying homage to the Black Panthers. And I'm like, oh, okay, she's conscious. She's conscious. Jay was talking that conscious shit on 444. And then a year and a half later, you're dealing with the NFL. You know, um, and I'm not here to shit on the partnership as of yet. I told y'all I'm giving it time. I'm going to give it this season. So I'm paying attention. I'm keeping score. Um, I said to the end of the season, not really to the end of the season. I want to wait for like two years because a lot of the shit that happens happens off season. Like they'll have players go do like charity works and stuff like that. And I think that's where... Team Rock is going to step in. And I want to see what's like, because remember the whole uh, white lady cutting the kids' dreads off and taking pictures of it, not knowing what type of backlash she was going to get. And, you know, the black kid got some backlash too. He was being called all types of names because he wanted his hair cut. So, I mean, people have to understand everyone has different perspectives. So, of course, you're going to see things that you don't agree with. But just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that the person is either wrong, stupid, ignorant. You know what I mean? It's maybe that's what they wanted to do. Maybe they want to appease a particular group of people. You can't change that. You know what I mean? You could only hope the best for that person. And hopefully they learn from that situation. But like I said, I'm trying to pay attention to it. The whole NFL Rock Nation partnership. And like I said, I thought they were making a statement and hearing Jay saying what he said, I was like, damn, is he playing coy? And then he brought Blue in. And I was like, that's true, but there were children at protests too. And I mean, them crazy ass protests in the 60s. There were children there. You know what I mean? Um, maybe not Blue's age, but I think I saw some children Blue's age during that protest at that time. So it makes sense. I mean, I know it's sort of like a false equivalent, but my point is, don't use your child as a reason as a reason why you weren't protesting. Maybe you weren't protesting. Maybe it's just something that you do. You don't stand for the national anthem because you know exactly what it is. You know what I mean? People try to say, oh, you don't stand for the national anthem. You're disrespecting the flag. You're disrespecting the troops. And I was like, there's so much bullshit behind the mandated patriotism. It's crazy crazy i mean so a lot of people don't even know what mandated patriotism is you know what i mean so when i bring that word up i was like what you're trying to mandate my patriotism if i don't feel like standing up for the national anthem because i feel it's a shitty ass song and this country needs to come up with another song to represent the country that's more inclusive then i have no problem just because you took out two three stanzas and you kept the one doesn't mean that it wasn't written at a time where we were looked at as property, where we, when I say we, I'm talking about black folks, where we was looking at, where we was looked at as animals. So you still want us to sit here and sing Frank's, st sing and stand for Francis Scott Key song, who deliberately has a, a lyric in there about slaves. You can Google that. I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm not going to Google it. I don't need to. I don't care about that. I'm not going to repeat it. Fact check me. Francis Scott Key, National Anthem. Put that in there. And I guarantee you, you're going to see 
um, all the stanzas, and you might even get um, an article where it highlights that part. And I'm like, ugh, it's nasty. So, I mean, I always felt that, because I was a Jay-Z fan, I got, I got, I got, I have to express that. I was a Jay-Z fan, I thought maybe he, he shared the same ideologies, the same, um, basically the same school of thought as I was, but he's not. You know what I mean? I would have been told that I was like, yeah, I was sitting down because I don't stand for the national anthem. And then I would have, if I had Jay-Z's platform, I would have broke down the history just like I did a few minutes ago. You know what I mean? Of course, you're going to deal with people that have selective hearing. They're only going to want to hear what they want to hear. Oh, you or see what they want to see. Oh, you didn't stand up for the national anthem. You're disrespecting the flag. You're disrespecting the troops. One thing about when people mention disrespecting the flag, please look at the flag codes. Nowhere in the flag codes it says if you're sitting down or if you're not stand if you're if you're not standing for the national anthem, it's a disrespect to the flag. That was some shit that was created by people, conservatives who think they understand. But if they read the flag codes, they will notice that the NFL's been disrespecting the American flag since they started um, mandating patriotism at NFL games. Because before, they didn't really, players didn't really have to come out for the national anthem. They would sing the national anthem on the, fi on the field, but the players wouldn't be out there. It wasn't until they started mandating patriotism through the NFL, um, you started seeing players out there in the national anthem and all that. Because they were trying to mandate patriotism. And obviously, it worked. Because you have people that are conservatives and some people that think they understand politics talking shit. You know what I mean? And they don't know shit. They, they don't really know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Um, it's just nuts. I really, I, I did, and I, I know I wasn't the only one. I really hoped that J and B were making a statement because of the platform they got. But just to see J um, take the stance that he took, it kind of hurt. I ain't gonna front. That shit kind of hurt. Because I... I God honest truth, I was one of the folks that thought, yes, Jay, make that fucking statement while you're working with them. Maybe they'll see what the fuck is going on. But, you know, as I said, I'm keeping score, man. I'm keeping score. I have to keep score. It's only right. Because I, I was one of those that said, I'm not going to jump in and shit on Jay for making that deal. But I am paying attention. And I am keeping score. And I would say probably after the NFL season of next year, I'll go in on what I've seen. I'm going to give it two years. This season, eh, I saw a little something. Wasn't that bad, right? Now, you got to make shit work. From, the, from this offseason to the next offseason. Let me see what you got. Show me what you got, Jay. Show me what you got, Rock Nation, in the NFL. What was the NFL's um, uh, initiate change or change initiative? It's something like that. I don't remember the name of that. But um, I didn't want to stay too long on this topic. I kind of stayed a lot longer than I expected on the topic. Um, Dame Dash. As you remember, I've been I've probably been talking about Dash for the past month. I think like at least the past few episodes I've been mentioning Dash and this, this lawyer uh, by the name of Christopher Brown. They're still, they still at it, man. They're still, they still beefing. Like, but like, I'm looking at this 
I'm looking at this whole situation before I get into my notes. I'm looking at this whole situation with uh, Dame Dash and Christopher Brown. I know Dame Dash can be a dick. I know this. Um, but I'm not going to front. It looks like this Christopher Brown shit. This Christopher Brown dude is being like really on some vindictive, petty shit. Like the most recent news, I'm going to talk about it. Christopher Brown is suing Dash for $7.4 million. The lawsuit is over Dash's social media posts. Do you hear this shit? He's going to sue this man $7.4 million, million over social media posts. <coughs> Pardon. That's crazy. Um, lawyer uh, Christopher Brown smacked Dame with $7.2 million, with a $7.4 million liable lawsuit due to his constant attacks on social media. Brown is asking the court for millions over a series of remarks Dame posted in January of 2019. Do y'all hear this? <coughs> I'm sorry. Do y'all fucking hear this? Tweets from over a year ago. He's trying to sue him for $7.4 million? Over social media posts? Is that what we doing now? Is that what we fucking doing now? Pardon, I had to take a sip. Is that what we're doing now? Suing people for social media posts? $7.4 million. I ain't going to front. I would be kind of embarrassed to walk up to the judge and be like, yo, judge, I'm suing, I'm suing this man for $7.4 million because of his social media posts from a year ago. Bro, how, how the fuck, as a man, how can I look at myself in the mirror and say I'm, I'm going to sue somebody for social media posts? That's why I feel like this shit is like on some petty shit. You know what I mean? Because I know Dame aired him out in his face. <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe there was a deposition. I think this is how this whole thing started. I forgot what the deposition was about. And like Dame was airing this Christopher Brown lawyer dude out in his face. Right? You know how Dame is. You know, you know how loud and obnoxious Dame Dash can get. And I mean, he was airing this dude out in his face. And it got to the point where the lawyer stopped the, de the deposition and he called the cops. So I was like, okay, this is how this started. This looks like, this already looks like he's on some um, funny duddy shit. So to see this come up now, I'm like, damn. And you remember the story that I had brought up? I forgot of... I forgot the lady's name. I think her name was like Bun or something like that. Christopher Brown is also representing her. She accused Dame Dash of pretty much sexually assaulting her. You know what I mean? Which, if you've seen this lady, I don't think Dame Dash would have done what she said he done. You know what I mean? Even if he was drunk, high, like she, she said he was, I don't think he would have done that because he has a partner that he lives with that looks 20 times better than her. So it's just, it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? It's mad petty for someone to be trying to sue somebody for um, tweets from 2019. 
The tweets was labeling Brown and his client, Josh Weber, of being con men. You're suing somebody for calling you a name on social fucking media? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know if y'all hear me right now. Do y'all hear me? Can, you, can y'all hear me out there? Y'all can hear me, right? This man is suing another man for name calling on social media. This this shit this shit is bugged to me. I don't I don't know about y'all, but this shit is like when I saw this story, I was like, yo, I gotta talk about this shit. Cause I, I like I said, I've been keeping y'all abreast with the Dame Dash and his whole situation um with this lawyer and uh, the lady and the whole movie situation, the list, which is why who um, well, the Christopher Brown and I guess that Josh Weber guy is behind the uh, movie situation that I mentioned before. Um, Damon claims he was promised equity while Muddy Water and Weber, Josh Weber, say that he wasn't guaranteed anything. Um, as a result of Dash's post, the lawyer and his client have been subject to ridicule in addition to losing work and receiving death threats. Um... You're suing a man off a social media post. Like, how can you sit there? How can you sleep at night? How can you fucking sleep at night and, and, and look at yourself in the mirror the next day and be like, yeah, I'm about to sue this dude for social media posts? Like, I'm to the point, I'm to the point where I'm thinking, like, I don't think he even is worried about getting the lawsuit done. I think it's more or less like, because one thing y'all gotta know about court, yo mad time consuming it is mad time consuming and you don't get that time back like like i don't know if y'all understand that even with like uh jury duty time consuming so imagine a case like sometimes the say the uh, jury can't come up with a verdict y'all gotta come back y'all might even have to to um, expound on your case some more, you see what I'm saying? Like this is why I'm, this is why I'm taking a stance that I don't even think they're doing this to get money from da- from Dash. I think they're doing it just to waste his time, um, m- basically mess with his revenue stream. Think about it: a man like Damon Dash, whose focus is making money. If you have him in court over some bullshit all the time. Guess what? That time he's in court, that time is money he's losing. You see what I'm saying? And for me, if I'm sitting here watching that as an entrepreneur, what makes you think this lawyer don't see that? What makes you think this Josh Weber dude don't see that? What makes you think that, uh, damn, I forgot that lady's name. What makes you think she don't see that? You see what I'm saying? This is why I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is looking wild petty. Wild petty. I mean, Dame could probably drive you to that point. But like I always say, when you involve a third party, the third party being the uh, justice system, things get nasty. Things always get nasty. Um, Hopefully this judge is like, what the hell is this? Why why, why do you have this in front of me? I haven't gotten any more news on that. Uh, Maybe we'll hear something next week. Like, why, why are you... Bringing this to fucking court. Uh, you're suing him for $7.4 million for 
for a year old tweet? Are you kidding me? Because he called you a name? Oh, I don't know if it was a tweet. It was a social media post, so it could have been on Instagram, where he was where he was calling them con men. Like I thought it was like when I seen Dame Dash is being sued for seven point four million dollars by a lawyer, by lawyer Christopher Brown. I'm thinking like, oh, tell me, tell me Dash put hands on this dude. First thing I thought, I thought Dash jumped on dude. He had enough. Jumped on dude and beat him down. No. When I read it, I was like, wait, what? For a social media post he made in January of last year? You suing him for... Like, if this like if this case gets picked up... Oh, y'all better not disrespect me on social media. I'm coming for everything. Everything. Disrespect. Try to disrespect the platform. 10 million. I want 10 million... For defamation of fucking character. Like, yo, if this gets picked up, y'all better not fuck with me on social media. That's 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 my word. Y'all fuck with me on social media, y'all gonna y'all gonna fuck around and get sued for buku bucks. <laughs> keep keep fucking with me. Keep fucking with me. Alright, um enough about uh Dame Dash. Uh Rihanna, um, Rihanna, Rihanna, shout out to Royalty, um, as you heard in the beginning of the episode, the uh, video is now live, check it out, um, she said in that episode that, um, why do we keep calling her Rihanna if she calls herself Rihanna, and I was like, word, she does call herself Rihanna, I don't know where I got Rihanna from, I think, I think that's how she was introduced, I think she was introduced as Rihanna, but Rihanna got some big things going on. Uh, let me see. Let me check my notes out. Yes. She is set to pick up a prestigious honor at this year's NAACP Image Awards. The NAACP is presenting Rihanna with the President's Award. She's being recognized for special achievement, for special achievements and uh, distinguished public service. Um, Derek Johnson, President and CEO of the NAACP, said Rihanna has not only enjoyed a groundbreaking career, as an artist and musician, but has also distinguished herself as a stellar public servant. From her business achievements through Fenty to her tremendous record as an activist and philanthropist, Rihanna epitomizes the type of character, grace, and devotion to justice that we seek to highlight in our President's Award. Uh, previous recipients of that award, of course, Jay, uh, Lauren Hill, Muhammad Ali, among others, um, I think it was like Condoleezza Rice and it was, it was a lot of, a lot of people, um, were honored by this award, but it was dope to see Rihanna, Rihanna. Hey babe, how you doing? Still single? I'm still waiting for you, baby. Um, it was dope to see her actually get recognized for her philanthropy and all that and her business moves. You know what I mean? She, she got all the recognition for her artistry, like Google Rihanna and see see what time it is when it comes to her artistry. And I'm not talking about her music. Y'all already know how she gets down with her music. Her music always topped the charts when it came out. I'm talking about, like, check the record she's broken. Check the record she set. You know what I mean? So I'm super proud of that young lady. I wish her nothing more but success. I believe her Ivy Park. No, that's Beyonce. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Forgive me. That was Beyonce's Ivy Park just released. Um... Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about with uh, Rihanna. Rihanna. Whatever. <laughs> um, 
She's got a new deal. This is why we haven't gotten any music from Rihanna because she has a new deal. Um, she's going to be working. I forgot the brother's name. Forgive me. I'll be back with that information next week. But I wanted to touch on this because I'm speaking about Rihanna. She um, She's going to be dropping some music hopefully this year. She's got a new deal. Um, I think she was having some issues with like her publishing or, or something or the other. And that's why she wasn't releasing her music. Um, she's about to sign to who someone to um, Jay-Z called the Barack Obama of um, of the music industry. Um, he came up as a DJ. I believe he was like a DJ in Seattle. Now he's like a big time record exec. And Rihanna's about to sign to him. And <laughs> talk about a great signee. Rihanna, you know, when she drops, whenever she does decide to drop, the world's going to stop. The world's going to stop and listen to her. No matter what, no matter how you may feel about her, no matter how you may feel about her music, Rihanna is an icon, okay? And I'm not using that word to be funny. I'm not using the word to be facetious. She's an icon. Let, let's, let's talk about that. Rihanna is an icon. Like I said, peep the record she broke. Peep the record she set. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not like something I'm just pulling out my ass just to say. You know, because I'm trying to shoot my shot at Rihanna, although I, I was shooting my shot crazy the last time for Rihanna. But um, yeah, man, um, I thought I thought that was dope. Congrats to her. I believe that show is going to be taking place in February, February 11th, I believe, or something of that nature. I, I'm not sure. Um, next up, um, uh, I think we're going to go back to some petty news. I think, um. Going to some petty news. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Two things I want to mention before I really get into Nicki. Uh, Rosa Parks. MCs. Entertainers. Keep Rosa Parks out your raps, please. Her estate does not play with her name. Please, if you've learned anything, look up Outcast Rosa Parks and find out what happened with that. Find out how they got sued. Find out why that song never played on the radio again. You know what I mean? I mean, they might play it now. I'm not sure, but I haven't heard Rosa Parks on the radio. And that was a huge record when it came out. Huge record. And they weren't trying to disrespect her. But I'm assuming that the whole everybody get to the back of the bus, they didn't like that. You know what I mean? Because it was a real thing to her. And she was like, no, I'm not moving. You know what I'm saying? So um, there was something else I wanted to mention about the whole um, before I wanted to talk about Nick. Yeah. Um, ladies. If your man's been hitting you and you wait till y'all like arguing again after y'all been separated for what, like a year and you want to bring up uh, domestic violence issues or whatnot or just abuse period, uh... 
be careful with that because people may look at you a different way and be like, she's lying. And you may not be lying. Because I know, I've known girls, I know women that dealt with being beat in a relationship and only stuck around because one, they felt that they were wrong because I guess they initiated the attack. And um, two, they didn't want to leave the person that they were with. You know what I mean? They were building something. So you know what it is um, now. Let's get into this um, Nicki, uh, Nicki Minaj joint. Um, first, I'm going to touch on her using Rosa Parks. Oh, man, I wish you rappers would understand. Keep Rosa Parks out of your raps. Uh, okay. On her new single, Yikes, Nicki uses Rosa Parks' name in a not-so-positive light. The lyric reads, All you bitches, Rosa Parks, uh-oh, get your ass up. There were initial reports that Nicki did not mean to disrespect Parks, but Minaj posted on Instagram that she don't care that anyone was upset about the line. Me being the man that I am, me being as conscious as I am, me being well astute in the black experience in America, to hear her be so dismissive, um, it's kind of it kind of hurts. Um, Rosa Parks, man. <laughs> I don't need to tell you about Rosa Parks. Y'all know about Rosa Parks. If y'all don't know about Rosa Parks, I don't know what cave y'all were in, but y'all need to get out that fucking cave and do your homework on Rosa Parks. And you'll see why I feel a, a, some, a certain way of her, her statement. I don't care about the bar. She didn't have to put Rosa Parks in that bar, but I mean, whatever. Because um, to me, the bar was kind of weak. So, but that's the thing. I have to hear the song. I have to actually listen to the song, Yikes, to see where it was coming from. But you didn't have to use Rosa Parks there. Unless you were scheming and you were using other um, civil rights activists, which I highly doubt because you learned your lesson the last time you used Malcolm X. And what was the name of that song? Looking Ass Nigga. And then you used the image of Malcolm X with the AK at his window protecting his shit. Like I said, you... Sh I'm I'm looking at it now and I'm like, all right, you're doing a lot of this shit for controversy. So you pop shit about Rosa Parks, then you say you don't care, right? And I get it. I guess you have to. This is what I this is what I see. I'm not saying this is exactly what she's doing. I'm telling you what I see. I believe that she's using controversy to get some attention to her project that's coming. Um, for example, this whole thing with Meek Mill. Um, I don't know who was. In the store first or whatnot, but I know it led to Meek Mill and um Nikki's, I guess, husband to have a few words for each other. And um then after that, when when once that footage leaked, my man James Harden played a unreleased um meek track where Meek sounded like he was throwing crazy shots at um, Nikki's man, Nikki's husband. And um, after that, Nikki started going off on social media, started going off, started going off. And um, it, it just looked nasty for Nikki. Like, I was like, Nikki, you don't have to do this shit. You're fucking Nikki Minaj. 
Like, you don't have to do this shit. But, like, all the shit that I'm hearing about her, like, about her being obsessed with Cardi because I guess Cardi is, like, the top one now because it's no longer Nicki. It's Cardi. <coughs> A lot of people was accusing her. I'm going to say accused because I still don't know for sure how I feel about that. They were accusing her of obsessing over Cardi's success. Um, also creating controversy to stay relevant. And I, I don't get me wrong. There's a ton of other people that do that. It's just to me, Nikki shouldn't have to do that. Because Nikki is, like I just said, Nikki fucking Minaj. And she doesn't have to. She's an elder stateswoman in hip-hop now. Like, she don't need to do this shit. Like, she could have just dropped Yikes out of nowhere. Bang. Took off. You know what I mean? Then then she was what? Well, she was sitting there accusing Meek Mill of abusing her. I was like, oh. I don't know if it's true. I'm not going to say she's a liar. And I'm not going to say that she's um, telling the truth. Um, I'm just going to say bad timing. Bad timing. Um, then that comment led to Meek saying the reason why I left her is because of her brother. It's uh, I mean, it's just a lot of nasty shit that's going on. And now all of this is surrounding the release of her single. But the thing is, you're taking mad shine away from your single because all of this other petty shit. All this petty shit between you and Meek. And one thing I got to commend Meek for not being like a lot of these other dudes on social media going back and forth with women on social media. I commend him for that. He said what he had to say. And then he was like, you know what? I'm not I'm not here for the beef. He's got a child going away. Um, he's got a movie coming out that looks amazing. Like he's got a lot of things going on for him. He's doing the whole prison reform thing. He's got a lot going on for him. Going back and forth with Nicki Minaj on Twitter or social media, pointless. Pointless. So I commend Meek Mill for that. Um, Nicki Minaj later on, I believe she was at some speaking um, speaking appearance. And um, I believe she was with her lawyer. I forgot what it was called, like poll something. And um, she was saying that's how she regret going back and forth with Meek Mill. Oh, she she... She allows her emotions to get the best of her. She doesn't know how to let the little things go. And I'm like, Nikki, come on. That that excuse, for me at least, that excuse is not going to work, sis. You know exactly what you were doing. You knew exactly what you were doing. You knew that you need to get some attention on you. And um, going at Meek would get that attention because why? Meek is hot. Meek is hot. I mean, lava hot. Like, you can't, nobody could deny that. No one could take that from Meek, that he's lava hot right now. <laughs> he, he don't, he probably, I don't know if, is he due for an album this year? When did championships drop? I think championships dropped late 2018. I could be wrong, but I think so. Um, he might be due for another album this year, so. But I don't know, like I said, he got a movie coming out. I think that's coming out sometime in spring called, called Charm City Kings. You heard me talk about it, I think, about two or three weeks ago. Um, it looks great. Trailer looks amazing. I hope y'all checked it out. If you didn't, please be sure to check it out. It's on his IG page. Go to YouTube. It's also on there. It's called Charm City Kings. It's a bike life movie. 
He's also Meek Mill is also in the film. So it, it's it's dope. Actually, one thing I wanted to mention about that film is that the Sundance Festival gave out awards and the cast of Charm City Kings, the cast won the award for best actor. The entire cast. That's something like, okay, I gotta watch this shit. You know what I mean? I got I gotta show I gotta show love. Um it's it's a, it's definitely gonna be a, a, a cultured it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be a hip hop culture movie. So you know I gotta you know I gotta gotta watch it because I'm all about the culture and all that. Um so big shout out to Meek Mills on that. Nicki Minaj, um, baby girl, you don't have to do these things. Like I want you to know that you're still a superstar. Oh, what's another thing Nicki Minaj said that kind of drew me back? Oh, yeah. She said she hated Anaconda and she hated Starships. If y'all remember in her career, people were killing her for Starships. And she legit threw a hissy fit. But I understand that because as an artist, as an ex-artist, I know how sensitive we are about our music. I know how sensitive we are about our art. So... I get it, but when did she started disliking Starships? Because Starships, I never liked that shit from the gate. Anaconda, I never liked it from the gate. Because I was like, this is not her. That's not, that's not Nikki. Keys under palm trees is Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nikki can rap. Starships and all that other shit, yeah, whatever. Yes, Nikki could sing, but that Starships was not her. You know what I mean? Anaconda, I didn't like the beat. I didn't like the concept. I just I just wasn't fucking with it. But maybe that song wasn't for me. Maybe that song was for the ladies. You know what I mean? I I I couldn't fuck with it. But um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna venture off Nicki Minaj right now and go to one of her ex boos. Um <laughs> my man Nas, man. Nas will be joining the Welcome to Jamrock Reggae Cruise with Damian Marley, well, they'll be performing their joint album, Distant Relatives on the Cruise. I believe it's like a five-day cruise. Um, another act scheduled to perform in this, uh, in this uh, legendary um, cruise will be the legend himself, Shaba Ranks. So on this cruise, you'll have performances from Nas and uh, Damian Jr. Gong Marley, and you'll also have Shaba Ranks. That's an amazing cruise. The cruise takes place from November 30th to December 5th. They also had another date, but that date was sold out already. Uh, the tickets go on sale February 11th, y'all. So if you're trying to go to that, do what you do. Get on that. Because that, that sounds like an amazing, amazing cruise. I love that album, too. Just the Relatives. It was such a great album. Um, And to hear Shop of Ranks is going to be on there, like, Shabba Ranks is like my childhood, you know what I mean? Like trailer loaded girls, all that. Um so so much joints from Shabba. Like, I would love to see Shabba perform again. I've seen him perform before. I would love to see him perform again. Um, so that would that would be dope, man. Um I don't know if I'm gonna make it to that cruise, but for those of y'all who can, make sure y'all do it because that shit looks like tons of fun. Um, oh, Bruno Mars, y'all. I want to talk about Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars Bruno Mars about to get this bag. Bruno Mars about to get this Disney bag. You heard? 
This is why I guess we haven't heard from Bruno. After that, I think that Nicki, not Nicki, I'm sorry, the song with Cardi. Um, I don't. I believe it was Cardi's song. I'm not sure. It was a song that they had released together, and I believe that was the last time I heard from Bruno. Bruno's been working on his new bag. Bruno will be um, acting, singing, and producing a new Walt Disney movie. He will be acting and singing new music for the film. Uh, he made a subtle announcement by tweeting a video of himself singing When You Wish Upon a Star from the movie Pinocchio. Oh, that's a big bag. <laughs> All right. Big shout out to Bruno Mars. I wish you nothing but success with that one, brother, because that's a big bag. Don't don't mess that up because you you kill that. Disney will be in constant contact. They reached out to you because they seen what you did. They see what you do. They see how how much over how over you are with the with the fans. So like please be sure to um keep an eye out for Bruno Bruno Mars's uh Disney movie. I think it's going to be like a musical, so you know. You know how Disney do their thing. I don't know if it's going to be animated. I don't know if it's going to be live action. That's the only thing I don't know. They didn't mention that. They just said that Bruno Mars is getting this Walt Disney bag. So big shout out to Bruno Mars. Get your money. Um, keep doing your thing, bro. Um, what else is there? Shoddy. Which, this is weird. I had to mention this because I thought this was the stupidest report out there. Um, it sounds like Shoddy's still trying to save face for um, Takashi. Um, he had put out a statement that Takashi wasn't the first to snitch. So the fuck what? He still fucking snitched. Like, why are you trying to save face for this kid? Like, I get it, Shoddy. He made you a lot of money. But he's also the reason why your ass is in prison. Stop trying to fucking... Um, cope with what you're going through right now by not being mad at this kid because you looked at him as like some sort of either little brother or son type shit like stop it what the fuck does it matter who first sit first who who snitched first second or third y'all all fucking snitches y'all all fucking the game up it doesn't fucking matter so i i just wanted to touch on that because i'm like what the fuck does it fucking matter who snitched first, second, or fucking third? Y'all fucking snitched. That's, that's, that's straight like that. Y'all fucking snitched. I don't care if Takashi was second, third, fifth. I don't give a fuck. Tattletailing ass. Y'all snitched. Man, let me get off this topic. Before I get pissed off. Um, oh, man. All right. Since I'm already upset. <laughs> let's talk about the fucking Knicks. What the fuck is going on in New York Knicks land? I get it. We couldn't do it much of the trades because, you know, we had um, we had no assets to trade. They were definitely not giving up R.J. Barrett. And they're definitely not giving up Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson? Is that his name? Oh, shit. I don't remember the young brother's name. Basically, the center on the Knicks. They're not giving him up. Everyone else can go, as you've seen. They got rid of Marcus Morris. They sent him to L.A., to the Clippers, which is a good fit. But he's not worth $15 fucking million. 
You signed him for a year for 15 fucking million dollars. What the fuck were you thinking? Anyway. Um, in return, we got Mo Harkless. Um, I don't really have an issue with Mo Harkless. He's a great baller. I'm not going to say great. He's a good basketball player. But um, we don't need any more of these secondary and tertiary type of players, man. We need at least one or two stars. But me knowing what I know about how certain players and certain agents feel about the Knicks front office or per se the owner due to past treatment of other players, um, I don't think any superstars is going to want to come to the Knicks. You know, um, I remember during the uh, trade trade deadline, there were talks that the Knicks were trying to um, require D'Lo, but I knew they, I wanted D'Lo to come to New York, don't get it twisted, but I knew that New York wouldn't do what they had to do to get D'Lo. They wouldn't give up um, what they needed to give up to get D'Lo. I think they offered Julius Randle and Frank Nilakina or something like that. I was like, for D'Lo? No. So what happened was D'Lo went to Minnesota playing with his homie Cat, and Andrew Wiggins is now on the Golden State Warriors. That's interesting because I don't know if the Warriors ever had a slasher, um, but Wiggins is that guy. He can be a slasher. He can work the perimeter. I mean, he's a good piece for them. Well, maybe not right now because they're kind of down and out and beat up through injuries, but um uh it would be good to see Andrew Wiggins, especially when they're at full strength, when they got Clay, Steph, Draymond and everybody back and then they insert Andrew Wiggins in that. That's going to give them a different dynamic, man. And I can't wait to see that. As you all know, I'm going to start paying attention. I'm starting to pay attention to basketball again. Today's the All-Star game. Um, super dope. It was dope to see uh, Ja Morant and Zion balling together. That was crazy. I believe both of them are from South Carolina, so they know exactly who each other is. That was great. So, I mean, I hope you all enjoyed the uh, All-Star weekend festivities. But um, tonight, of course, is the All-Star game. But now the season's going to get real. Well, except for my team. Oh, man, it sucks being a Knicks fan. But um, it's going to get real. And this is when the, the league gets exciting. And I'm going to do a lot more sports coverage. Um, it's not just going to be the MOR VOH basketball experience season seasons because where I just do sports. I'm actually going to do some um, sports coverage on here, too. It's not going to be, like, in detail, like... I do with the MOR VOH basketball experience. Make sure to check that out. Season two coming soon. Um, I'm going to start. I'm basically doing what I'm doing now, you know, talking about certain things and stuff. Um, but I'm not going to go crazy with the stats unless like it was a crazy ass stat line or anything like that. But um, it's dope. This is like I said, this is the time I pay attention. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else I want to talk about? Jay Electronica. I want to talk about that. Finally finished his debut album. I've been waiting for this album for about five, seven years. 
When did uh, Exhibit C come out? I think that came out like 2015. Let me check that out. But yeah, I've been waiting for this dude to drop an album for like a minute now. Um, I was a huge fan of Jay Electronica when I heard the um, those Exhibit songs with him and um, with him and uh, Just Blaze when they were doing their thing together. I think Just Blaze, from what I understand, Just Blaze had said that the album has been done. He said he's just waiting on Jay Electronica to put it out. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean you're waiting for him to put it out? Yo, I didn't know I was waiting that fucking long, man. 2009 is when Exhibit C came out. I didn't know that. That's fucking my head up right now. I didn't know I was waiting for this man's album for over 11 years. <laughs> 11 years I've been waiting for this man's debut album and he just announced it on Friday at around midnight um, he said his debut album is done um, it should be, he just said he made it in 40 days and 40 nights I don't know how true that is and he's going to release it in 40 days 40 days from today so you do the math um, I didn't do the math because I don't feel like counting those days um, it should, it sounds like it's going to be around either March or April. So I'm looking forward to that. Jay Electronica is a very talented MC. So I would love to hear some music from uh, Jay Elect. Speaking of music, um, Lil Wayne's album, man, I like that shit. Funeral, I like that album, man. Lil Wayne um, is Lil Wayne. I like that album more than Carter 5. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Everyone was talking about how great Carter 5 was. Carter 5 was good, but some of those songs were dated. Some of those songs were there for after like he recorded the Carter 4. Like Some of those songs are like five years old, maybe even older. That's why um, I felt this project was better because this project was Wayne right now. You know, um, let me see if I could get a song list and tell y'all some of my favorite joints on there. I know one of my favorite joints on there already is um, um, Mahogany. That joint is fire. Uh, what else he got that I really, really um, mess with? Mahogany. Um, I do it with Big Sean and Lil Baby. Um, know You Know featuring 2 Chains is fire. Um Wild Dogs is fire. Sights and Silences featuring The Dream is fire. Like, the album is a good album. Super long. It's like an hour and six, 16 minutes. Yeah, it's like 24 joints. It's, it's a long album, but it's well worth the listen, man. So if you got the time, just listen to the Wayne album. That, that, that joint is tough, man. Another album I just started uh, listening to on Friday was uh, Boldy James. A lot of y'all may not know him. Um, as y'all may not, may know already, I'm a purist and I keep my ears to the underground circuit, see who's doing their thing there. This young brother is um, produced by the Alchemist, one one of my um, one of my favorite uh, producers in the game right now. Well, he's been one of my favorite producers in the game for a while. Um, but uh, he's got this artist he's working with um, that used to be signed to Mass Appeal. Um, he's from Detroit. His name is Boldy James. The album is called The Price of Tea. The Price of Tea in China. Great project. Love it. 
Um, I probably listened to it like four times straight on Friday when I first listened to it. I heard the first time I heard of Boldy James, it was on um, Yacht Rock. It was Alchemist's album. He had a song called Ocean Prime. Loved it. From then on, I was a fan. Um, he has a joint called the Speed Demon Freestyle on there. Joint is fire. He got a joint with um, Benny called Scrape the Bowl. Fire. You know what I mean? It's just great hip hop. The type of hip hop that I love, the type of hip hop I grew up on. So make sure y'all check that out, man. Is there anything else I want to talk about? I think I got everything, man. Like I said, it wasn't a crazy news week. And you know, I don't like talking y'all head off when it's just me in here. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep it real, real concise. And so um, we're about to get into the sponsor right quick. And then uh, we'll be back with the closing, all right? Be right back. Culture Wings. If you're looking for flavorful wings in the Rockland County, New York area, we've got the place for you. Give them a follow on Instagram at FTC Wings. Again, that's at FTC underscore W-I-N-G-Z. Place your order in the DMs or give them a call at 845-200-1600. Free delivery to those who are in the Havistraw and West Havistraw area. Please be sure to vote weekly on their Instagram page for the sauce of the week. Thai chili, honey barbecue, Cajun, lemon pepper, and garlic parm are the weekly wing flavors. Eight piece for $7, eight piece combo for $10. 16 piece for $14, 16 piece combo for $17. 24 piece for $21, 24 piece combo for $24. An order of fries is $3, loaded fries for $5. Mozzarella sticks are also an option. Eight for $5, 16 for $10. Beverages are all $1, which includes Coke, Sprite, and water. They have catering options as well. Please be sure to use the Blast Podcast promo code to get a free order of fries. Orders are taken only on Sundays from 12 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. These wings sell out fast, so don't miss out on the opportunity to taste the best wings in Rockland County, New York. Remember the name, Culture Wings. Yes, I am back. I am back. Thank you for listening, man. I really had fun this episode. I really liked the way I did it up this episode. Um, I kept it simple, short, sweet. Well, some of y'all might not think it's short. You'd be like, dude, this is a regular episode. But um, I just, like I said, it was a short, um, not short. It wasn't a busy, it wasn't a busy news week, so I didn't have much to talk about. But um, I was able to expound and elaborate on certain topics I was talking about, especially the ones I really wanted to talk about, because that's what I picked this week like there was like a lot of entertainment news but a lot of it was bullshit and fluff and I didn't feel like talking about that so I just wanted to discuss those topics I did discuss I didn't really go into too much detail about Trump's um uh acquittal or whatever um because I as y'all remember from before y'all knew how I felt about it already I was like ain't nothing gonna happen on it that's why I had I felt I had to do the impeachment episode because a lot of people thought that he was getting kicked. I was like, no, nah, he's not going anywhere. An impeachment is like an indictment. They found you guilty on something and now you got to go to court. And pretty much the court said, yeah, fuck your indictment. He's still our president. And he might fuck around and be a president for another four years. Pay attention. 
Um, like I said, I didn't want to discuss that in too much detail. I just wanted to say thank you, y'all. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm too. Maybe I show too much gratitude, but I, I don't believe there's such a thing as showing too much gratitude. I just want to say thank you, man. Y'all keep me motivated as fuck. I, I hope y'all know that. I want y'all to know that. Y'all keep me motivated as fuck. Like, if y'all know how much um, joy I get from seeing the views, the listens, like, I get a lot of joy from that. And it keeps me going. That's why um, I feel... This is why I'm playing the song in the background, So Ambitious by Jay-Z and Pharrell, because y'all really fuel my fuel my ambition. This is why I like come up with many different programs. It's why I'm always thinking of ways to take this platform to another level. You know what I'm saying? And whoever can help me out with that, and whoever does help me out with that, I'm appreciative. I thank you. Let's keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's to the sponsors, Last Life Gaming Network and um, Culture Wings. That's Wicked Keys helping me out with a lot of things behind the scenes. He also produced the beat um, in the beginning of the show. And I think me and him are about to discuss something for 16 or better, man. We, 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 me and him are going to talk behind the scenes about 16 or better. Because he had posted the beat on Friday, man. <laughs> I lost my shit. You know what I'm saying? I told him the beat was fire. He was like, maybe they can spit to it for, for the show. And I was like, I don't know, man. That beats fire. Somebody might be plotting on it already. <laughs> so, um, but I, I think me and him are going to discuss something for um, the platform for 16 or better. So, we're going to have some fun with the platform. Make sure you check out the video on YouTube for real. Because I felt everyone involved did a great job. And that's including... The sound people, shout out to Mike Vision Studios. And that's including the camera people. Big shout out to NBP Photos. I didn't get that brother's name. I forgot his name. I feel bad. Um, but shout out to everyone involved with that. Shout out to Royalty. Shout out to Stan Michaels. You guys were amazing guests. Thank you for coming through. Um, peace, love, and light to everybody that's listening. Please come back next week for episode 33. Um, I might have another joint um, for y'all from another artist. Um, this is what I'm trying to do on a weekly basis. Like I'm trying to be different. If you notice, the platform has shown a lot of growth from the beginning. If you've been listening from the beginning, you've seen the growth. And what I'm trying to do is continue to keep, what I'm going to do is continue to keep the organic conversation within the show because that is the show, the organic conversation. That is the show. But I also want to do um other little things to keep the show entertaining like um the 16 or betters when the artist is there or like playing songs when i don't have a guest i can play songs from other artists whether they're local or from new york you know what i mean it's 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 just a, it's i'm always constantly thinking of how to take this platform to the next level y'all continue to fuel my ambition thank you and um like i said peace love and light Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you check me check us out on YouTube. Follow, I'm sorry, follow the Blast Podcast at T-H-A-B-L-A-S-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Subscribe to Onslaught Multimedia on YouTube. Turn on the post notifications. Watch episode 31, man. Even if you, even if you did listen to it, watch it. You know what I mean? You get to see my reactions when I learn something new about the artist. 
you see how uh the artists react to the questions i give them it's it's just dope we had a good time man and it's and it's right there on camera for you to watch so check it out on youtube subscribe to onslaught multimedia turn on the post notifications we're gonna have another episode in march um we're gonna drop one episode every month on the um on that channel the channel also has another um s series that i have popping uh, it's called DSP Seal of Approval Series, where I put my stamp on projects and artists um, that, that's currently um, doing their thing. And of course, the behind the scenes snippets, of course, of um, the podcast of this show. So um, thank you for listening. Come back next week, man. I'm going to have something special for y'all as per usual. Thank you for listening to the Blast Podcast. Peace, love, and light to all of y'all. See y'all next week. Peace.